0: This is day 120, and I'm reading from the NIV version of the Bible, 1 Chronicles 23-29 and Psalm 39. 1 Chronicles 23, when David was old and full of years, he made his son Solomon king over Israel. He also gathered together all the leaders of Israel as well as the priests and Levites. The Levites, 30 years old or more, were counted, and the total number of men was 38,000. David said, Of these, 24,000 are to be in charge of the work of the temple of the Lord, and 6,000 are to be the officials and judges. 4,000 are to be gatekeepers, and 4,000 are to praise the Lord with the musical instruments I have provided for that purpose. David separated the Levites into divisions corresponding to the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Belonging to the Gershonites, Laden and Shammai, the sons of Jehael the I, Jetham, and Joel, three in all. The sons of Shemai, Shalamoath, Haziel, and Haran, three in all. These were the heads of the families of Laden and the sons of Shemai, Jehath, Ziza, Jehush, and Beriah. These were the sons of Shemai, four in all. Jehath was the first and Ziza the second, but Jehush and Beriah did not have many sons, so they were counted as one family with one assignment. The sons of Kohath, Amram, Izar, Hebron, and Uziel, four in all the sons of Amram, Aaron, and Moses. Aaron was set apart. He and his descendants forever, to consecrate the most holy things, to offer sacrifices before the Lord, to minister before Him, and to pronounce blessings in His name forever. The sons of Moses, the man of God, were counted as part of the tribe of Levi. The sons of Moses, Gershom, and Eleazar, the descendants of Gershom, Shubael was the first, the descendants of Eleazar. Rehabai was the first, Eleazar had no other sons, but the sons of rehabah were very numerous. The sons of Ishar, Shalomoth, was the first, the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amrari the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechemim the fourth, the sons of Uziel, Micah the first, and Ishai the second, the sons of Merari, Mahali, and Mushi, the sons of Mali, Eleazar, and Kish, Eleazar died without having sons, he had only daughters, their cousins, the sons of Kish, married them, the sons of Mushi, Mali, Adar, and Jeremoth, three in all. These were the descendants of Levi by their families, the heads of families as they were registered under their names and counted individually, that is, the workers 20 years old or more who served in the temple of the Lord. For David had said, Since the Lord, the gospel of Israel has granted rest to his people and has come to dwell in Jerusalem forever. The Levites no longer need to carry the tabernacle or any of the articles used in its service. According to the last instructions of David, The Levites were counted from these those 20 years old or more. The duties of the Levite was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the temple of the Lord, to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification of all sacred things, and the performance of other duties at the house of God. They were in charge of the bread set out on the table, the special flour of the grain offerings, thin loaves made without yeast, the baking and mixing, and all the measurements of quantity and size. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening, and whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on the Sabbath, at the new moon feast, and at the appointed festivals, they were to serve before the Lord regularly, in the proper number and in the way prescribed for them." And so the Levites carried out their responsibilities for the tent of meeting, for the holy place, and under their relatives the descendants of Aaron for the service of the temple of the Lord. These were the divisions of the descendants of Aaron. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father did and they had no sons, so Eleazar and Ithamar served as the priests. With the help of Zadok and descendants of Eleazar and Ahimelech, a descendant of Ithamar, David separated them into divisions for their appointed order of ministering. A large number of leaders were found among Eleazar's descendants, then among Ithamar's, and they were divided accordingly. Sixteen heads of families from Eleazar's descendants and eight heads of families from Ithamar's descendants. They divided them impartially by casting lots, for there were officials of the sanctuary and officials of God among the descendants of both Eleazar and Ithamar. The scribe of Shammai, son of Nathanel, a Levite, recorded their names in the presence of the king and of the officials, Zadok the priest, Ahimelech the son of Abithar, and the heads of families of the priests and of the Levites. One family being taken from Eleazar and then one from Ithamar. The first lot fell to Jehoarib, the second Jedi, the third Harim, the fourth Searim, the fifth Malkijah; the sixth Mejimin, the seventh Hakaz, the eighth Abijah, the ninth Jeshua, the tenth Shekinai, the eleventh Elishib; the twelfth Jakim, the thirteenth Hapua the 14th, Jeshebeb, the 15th, to Bilgah, the 16th, to Emer, the 17th, to Hazir, the 18th, to Hapazes, the 19th, to Pethahai, the 20th, to Jehesekel; the 21st, to Jakin, the 22nd, to Gamiel, the 23rd, to Deliah, and the 24th, to Maziah. This was their appointed order of ministering when they entered the temple of the Lord, according to the regulations prescribed for them by their ancestor Aaron, as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded him. As for the rest of the descendants of Levi, from the sons of Amram, Shubiel, from the sons of Shubiel, Jededai, as for Rahabai, from his sons, Asai was the first, from the Isarites, Shalemoth, from the sons of Shalemoth, Jahath, the sons of Hebron, Jariah, the first, Amariah, the second, Jehaziel, the third, Jechemim, the fourth, the son of Uziel, Micah, from the sons of Micah, Shamir, the brother of Micah, Ishai, from the sons of Ishai, Zechariah, the sons of Merari, Mahali, and Mushi, the sons of Jaziah Beno, the sons of Merari, from Jazai Beno, Shaham, Zakur and Ibri from Mahali, Eliezer, who had no sons, from Kish, the son of Kish, Jeremiel, and the sons of Mushi, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the Levites according to their families. They also cast lots, just as the relatives, the descendants of Aaron did, in the presence of King David and of Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of families of the priests and of the Levites. The families of the oldest brother were treated the same as those of the youngest. David, together with the commanders of the army, set apart some of the sons of Asaph, Haman, and Judithon, for the ministry of prophesying, accompanied by harps, lyres, and cymbals. Here is the list of the men who performed in this service from the sons of Asaph, Zakur, Joseph, Nathaniah, and Asarela, the sons of Asaph, were under the supervision of Asaph, who prophesied under the king's supervision. As for Judathan, from his son, Gedaliah, Zari, Jeshua, Shemai, Hashabai, and Matthiah, six in all, under the supervision of their father, Judathan, who prophesied using the harp in thanking and praising the Lord. As for Haman, from his sons, Bukai, Metanai, Uziel, Shubal, and Jeremoth, Hanai, Hanani, Elitha, Gedalti, and Ramamti, Ezur, Joshbekasha, Malathi, Hathir, and Mehazioth. All these were sons of Haman, the king's seer. They were given him through the promises of God to exalt him. God gave Haman 14 sons and three daughters. All these men were under the supervision of their father for the music of the temple of the Lord, with cymbals, lyres, and harps for the ministry at the house of God. Asaph, Judithun, and Haman were under the supervision of the king. Along with their relatives, all of them trained and skilled in music for the Lord. They numbered 288. Young and old alike, teacher as well as student, cast lots for their duties. The first lot, which was for Asaph, fell to Joseph, his sons and relatives, the second to Jedaliah, him and his relatives and sons, the third to Zakur. His sons and relatives, the fourth to Isri, his sons and relatives, the fifth to Zethani, his sons and relatives, the sixth to Bekai, his sons and relatives, the seventh, Jesurala, his sons and relatives, the eighth, Jeshua, his sons and relatives, the ninth to Mataniah, his sons and relatives, the tenth to Shammai, his sons and relatives, the eleventh to Azarel, his sons and relatives, the twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and relatives, the thirteenth to Shubiel, his sons and relatives, the 14th to Metaniah, his sons and relatives, the 15th to Jeremoth, his sons and relatives, the 16th to Hanai, his sons and relatives, the 17th to Joshbekashah, his sons and relatives, the 18th to Hanani, his sons and relatives, the 19th to Malathi, his sons and relatives, the 20th to Elitha, his sons and relatives, the 21st to Hathir, his sons and relatives, the 22nd to Gedalti; his sons and relatives, the 23rd to Mahzeyoth, his sons and relatives, the 24th to Ramapti Ezer, his sons and relatives. The divisions of the gatekeepers from the Karohites. Meshelamai, son of Kor, one of the sons of Asaph. Meshelamai had sons, Zechariah, the firstborn, Jediel the second, Zebadiah, the third, Janathaniel the fourth, Alam the fifth, Jehoanan, the sixth, Elohoani the seventh, Obed Idom also had sons, Shemai the firstborn, Jehozabad the second, Joah the third, Sakar, the fourth, Nathaniel, the fifth, Amiel the sixth, Asakar the seventh and Pelethi the eighth, for God had blessed obed Obadidam. Obedidam's son, Shammai, also had two sons who were leaders in their father's family because they were very capable men. The sons of Shammai, Othni and Raphael, Obed and Elizabad, his relatives Alehu and Samakai, were also able men. All these were descendants of Obedidam. They and their sons and their relatives were capable men with the strength to do the work, descendants of Obedidam, 62 in all. Meshelamai had sons and relatives who were able men, 18 in all Hosai, the Merorite, had sons Shimri, the first Although he was not the firstborn, his father had appointed him the first Hikai, the second Tabalai, the third And Zechariah, the fourth The sons and relatives of Hoasa were 13 in all These divisions of the gatekeepers through their leaders had duties for ministering in the temple of the Lord Just as their relatives had Lots were cast for each gate according to their families, young and old alike. The lot for the east gate fell to Shalamai, Then lots were cast for his son, Zechariah, a wise counselor, and the lot of the north gate fell to him. The lot of the south gate fell to Obadidam, and the lot of the storehouse fell to his sons. The lots for the west gate and the Shalaketh gate on the upper road fell to Shapim and hosah Guard was alongside of guard. There were six Levites a day on the east, four a day on the north, four a day on the south, and two at a time at the storehouse. As for the court to the west, there were four at the road and two at the court itself. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers who were descendants of Korah and Merari. Their fellow Levites were in charge of the treasuries of the house of God and the treasuries of the dedicated things. The descendants of Laden who were Gershonites through Laden and who were heads of families belonged to Laden. The Gershonites were Jeheli, the son of Jeheli, Zetham and his brother Joel. They were in charge of the treasuries of the temple of the Lord, from the Amarathites, Isaharites, the Hebronites, and the Uziliites. Shabbat a descendant of Gershon, son of Moses, was the official in charge of the treasuries. His relatives through Eliezer, Rehabai, his son, Jeshuahi, his son, Jeram, his son, Zikri, his son, Shalomoeth, his son. Shalomoeth. And his relatives were in charge of all the treasuries for the things dedicated by King David, by the head of families who were the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and by the other army commanders. Some of the plunder taken in battle, they dedicated for the repair of the temple of the Lord, and everything dedicated by Samuel the seer, and by Saul, son of Kish, Abner son of Ner, and Joab son of Zeruiah, and all the other dedicated things were in the care of Shelomith and his relatives from the Isaharites and Kenai and his sons were assigned duties away from the temple as officials and judges over Israel from the Hebronites Hashabai and his son relatives 1700 able men were responsible in Israel west of the Jordan for all the work of the Lord and for the king's service As for the Hebronites, Jeri was their chief according to the genealogical record of their families. In the 14th year of David's reign, a search was made in the records, and capable men among the Hebronites were found at Jazir and Gilead. Jeri had 2,700 relatives who were able men and heads of families, and King David put them in charge of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh for every matter pertaining to God and for the affairs of the king. This is the list of the Israelites, heads of families, commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and their officers who served the king and all that concerned this army division that were on duty month by month throughout the year. Each division consisted of twenty four thousand men. In charge of the first division for the first month was Jeshoabim, son of Zebdiel. There were twenty four thousand men in his division. He was a descendant of Perez, a chief of all the army officers, for the first month. In charge of the division for the second month was Dodai, the Ahoahite. Mikloth was the leader of his division. There were 24,000 men in his division. The third army commander for the third month was Benai, son of Jehoiada, the priest. He was chief, and there were 24,000 men in his division. This was the Benai who was a mighty warrior among the 30 and was over 30. His son, Amizadbad, was in charge of his division. The fourth for the fourth month was Asahel, the brother of Joab. His son, Jebedai was his successor. There were 24,000 men in his division. The fifth for the fifth month was the commander, Shemhuth the Israelite, there were 24,000 men in his division. The sixth for the sixth month was Ara the son of Ikesh, the Tekoite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The seventh for the seventh month was Halez, the Pelonite, an Ephraimite. There were 24,000 men in his division. The eighth for the eighth month was Sibakai the Hushanahite, a Zerarite. There was 24,000 men in his division. The ninth for the ninth month was Abizer, the Anathoahite, a Benjamite. There were 24,000 men in in his division. The 10th for the 10th month was Maharai the Netophathite, a Narahite, There were 24,000 men in his division. The 11th for the 11th month was Benai, the Parathite, and Ephraimite. There was 24,000 men in his division. The 12th for the 12th month was Haldai, the Netoaphite from the family of Othanel, there were 24,000 men in his division. The leaders of the tribes of Israel over the Reubenites, Eliezer, son of Zikri, over the Simonites, Shephoathai, son of Machai, over Levi, Hashabai, son of Camiel, over Aaron, Zadok, over Judah, Elihu, a brother of David, over Issachar, Omri, son of Michael, over Zebulun, Eshamai, son of Obadiah over Naphtali, Jeremoth, son of Ezrael, over the Ephraimites, Hoshea, son of Azaziah, over half the tribe of Manasseh, Joel, son of Padai, over the half-tribe of Manasseh and Gilead, Edu, son of Zechariah, over Benjamin, Jasiel, son of Abner. Over Dan as Arel, son of Jeroham, these were the leaders of the tribes of Israel. David did not take the number of the men 20 years old or less because the Lord had promised to make Israel as numerous as the stars in the sky. Joab, son of Zariah, began to count the men but did not finish. God's wrath came on Israel on account of this numbering, and the number was not entered in the book of the annuals of King David." as mepheth son of Adiel, was in charge of the royal storehouses. Jonathan, son of Azuha, was in charge of the storehouses and the outlying districts in the town, the village and the watchtowers. Ezri, son of Kalub, was in charge of the workers who farmed the land, Shammai, the Ramathite was in charge of the vineyards. Zabdi, the Shipmite, was in charge of the production of the vineyards for the wine vat. Baal, Hanan, the Gedarite, was in charge of the olive and sycamore fig tree in the western foothills. Joash was in charge of the supplies of olive oil. Shitrai, the Sharonite, was in charge of the herds grazing in Sharon. Shafat, son of Adlaiah, was in charge of the herds in the valley. Abil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jehedai, the Maranathite, was in charge of the donkeys. Jaziz, the Hagrite, was in charge of the flocks. All these were the officials in charge of King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a counselor, a man of insight, and a scribe. Jehiel, son of Hakmoni, took care of the king's sons. Ahithophel was the king's counselor. Hoshuai, the archite, was the king's confidant. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Benai, and by Abiathar. Joab was the commander of the royal army. David summoned all the officials of Israel to assemble at Jerusalem, the officials, officers over the tribe, the commanders of the division in the service of the king, the commanders of thousands, the commanders of hundreds, and the officials in charge of all the property and livestock belonging to the king and his sons, together with the palace officials, the warriors, and all the brave fighting men. King David rose to his feet and said, Listen to me, my fellow Israelites, my people. I had it in my heart to build a house as a place for rest for the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, for the footstool of our God, and I made plans to build it. But God said to me, You are not to build a house for my name, because you are a warrior and have shed blood. Yet the Lord, the God of Israel, chose me from my whole family to be king over Israel forever. He chose Judah as leader, and from the tribe of Judah he chose my family, and from my father's son he was pleased to make me king over all Israel." Of all my sons, and the Lord has given me many, he has chosen my son Solomon to sit on the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. He said to me, Solomon, your son, is the one who will build my house and my courts, for I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. I will establish his kingdom forever, for he is unswerving in carrying out my commands and laws, as is being done at this time. So now I charge you in the sight of all Israel and of the assembly of the Lord and in the hearing of our God, be careful to follow all the commands of the Lord your God, that you may possess this good land and pass it on as an inheritance to your descendants forever. And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind for the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a house as the sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. Then David gave his son Solomon the plans for the portico of the temple, its buildings, its storerooms, its upper parts, its inner rooms, and the place of atonement. He gave him the plans of... All that the Spirit had put in his mind for the courts of the temple of the Lord and all the surrounding rooms, for the treasures of the temple of God and for the treasuries for the dedicated things. He gave him instructions for the divisions of the priests and Levites, and for all the work of serving in the temple of the Lord, as well as for all the articles to be used in its service. He designated the weight of the gold for all the gold articles to be and used in various kinds of service, and the weight of the silver for all the silver articles to be used in various kinds of service, the weight of the gold for the the gold lamp stands and their lamp with the weight for each lamp stand and its lamps and the weight of silver for each lamp stand and its lamps according to the use of each lamp stand the weight of gold for each table for consecrated bread the weight of silver for the silver tables the weight of pure gold for the forks sprinkling bowls and pitchers the weight of gold for each gold dish the weight of silver for each silver dish and the weight of the refined gold for the altar of Incense. He also gave him the plan for the chariot, that is, the cherubim of gold that spread their wings and overshadowed the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. All this, David said, I have in writing as a result of the Lord's hand on me, and he enabled me to understand all the details of the plan. David also said to Solomon, his son, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God is with you and he will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. The divisions of the priests and Levites are ready for all the work on the temple of God and every willing person skilled in any craft will help you in all the work. The officials and all the people will obey your every command. Then the King David said to the whole assembly, "My son Solomon, the one whom God has chosen is young and inexperienced. The task is great because the palatial structure is not for man but for the Lord God. With all my resources, I have provided for the temple of my God, gold for the gold work, silver for the silver, bronze for the bronze, iron for the iron, and wood for the wood, as well as onks for the setting, turquoise, stones of various colors, and all kinds of fine stones and marble. all of these in large quantities. Besides, in my devotion to the temple of my God, I now give my personal treasures of gold and silver for the temple of my God, over and above everything I have provided for His holy temple, 3,000 talents of gold, gold or ophir, and 7,000 talents of refined silver for the overlaying of the walls of the buildings, for the gold work and the silver work, and for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now, who is willing to consecrate themselves to the Lord today? Then the leaders of the families, the officers of the tribes of Israel, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, and the officials in charge of the king's work gave willingly. They gave toward the work on the temple of God 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks of gold, 10,000 talents of silver, 18,000 talents of bronze, and hundreds of talents of iron. Anyone who had precious stones gave them to the treasury of the temple of the Lord in the custody of Jehiel the Gershonite. The people rejoiced at the willing response of their leaders, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced greatly." David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel, for everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. If your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you, and we have given only what comes from your hand. We are foreigners and strangers in your sight, as were all our ancestors. Our day on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. I know, my God, that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I have seen with joy how willingly your people who are here have given to you. Lord, the God of our father, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep these desires and thoughts in the hearts of your people forever and keep their hearts loyal to you. And give my son, Solomon, the wholehearted devotion to keep your commands, statutes, and decrees, and to do everything to build the palatial structure for which I have provided. Then David said to the whole assembly, praise the Lord your God. So they all praised the Lord and the God of their fathers. They bowed down, prostrating themselves before the Lord and the king. The next day they made sacrifices to the Lord and presented burnt offerings to him, a thousand bulls, a thousand rams, and a thousand male lambs, together with their drink offerings and other sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. They ate and drank with great joy in the presence of the Lord that day. Then they acknowledged Solomon, son of David, as the, the king, a second time, anointing him before the Lord to be ruler and Zadok to be priest. So Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king in place of his father, David. He prospered and all Israel obeyed him. All the officers and warriors, as well as all of the King David's sons, pledged their submission to King Solomon. The Lord highly exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel and bestowed on him royal splendors such as no king over Israel ever had before. David, son of Jesse, was king over all Israel. He ruled over Israel for 40 years seven in Hebron and 33 in Jerusalem. He died at a good old age, having enjoyed long life, wealth, and honor. His son Solomon succeeded him as king. As for the events of King David's reign from beginning to end, they are written in the records of Samuel the seer, the records of Nathan the prophet, and the records of Gad the seer, together with the details of his reign and power, and the circumstances that surrounded him and Israel, and the kingdoms of all the other lands. Psalm 39, I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked. So I remain utterly silent, not even saying anything good, but my anguish increased. My heart grew hot within me. While I meditated, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere hand's breath. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain they rush about, heaping up wealth without knowing whose it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Save me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of fools. I was silent. I would not open my mouth, for you are the one who has done this. Remove your scourge from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and discipline anyone for their sin, you consume their wealth like a moth. Surely everyone is but a breath." Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. I dwell with you as a foreigner, a stranger, as all my ancestors were. Look away from me that I may enjoy life again before I depart and am no more. Okay, so today we ended 1 Chronicles. And if you remember, the chronicler wrote the chronicles, and the Jewish Bible has this as the last book of the Old Testament. And it definitely has connections to First and Second Samuel, and as we're going to start— Next, Kings, the book of Kings and Second Chronicles as well. But keeping in mind, this is a very like summative story. So you probably felt like, hey, I've probably read this before. There's this summarization of what has gone on in the past with a little bit of new information and details, particularly about David preparing the temple. And you probably felt that as an echo back or I certainly did, to the Israelites under Moses's leadership and Aaron's leadership, preparing, preparing, preparing and working together and organizing. And I just I love the theme here, too, of do the work, do the work, wholeheartedly do the work. Today, we ended it with a story we're familiar with, but there are new details about how David is helping to prepare the temple for his son Solomon, who will build it. In chapter 28, Dr. Mackey points out how David is compared to Moses, specifically if you compare verse 11 to 19 to Exodus 25 verse 9. Plans for the temple are being laid. Dr. Mackey describes that this new information offered at the end of First Chronicles explains how David and all his sons are descendants, and they're not the one, but they're pointing to the one, the new David. David is portrayed as an image of a hope for the future messianic king. So as everyone plays a role, David is this image bearer or representative leader who is human and his son will be as well, but they're all pointing, and the future ones beyond that are pointing to the future messianic king. David's vulnerability and dependence are outlined in 2 Samuel to remind us, I think, that he is not the one. He is that representative leader. And even David himself says this, but that all God did for him and Israel is pointing to God's covenantal promise of a future messianic king who's coming to bring the kingdom.